It's Wednesday, June 17th, and you're listening to a brand new episode of The Julian Dion Show. We get off to a gross start, then we discuss Chris Delia, The Daily Dose with me, Jen Grant, your comments and a whole lot more, and we kick it off with yours truly, my alter ego, Jenny G. It's 2019. Can we get over this, please? I'm just trying to live like an equal human being. I got a right to feel safe in the workplace. I got a right to feel safe any damn place. See my brain and my skills, don't ya? Now you just see my tits and ass, don't ya? I've lost a few jobs because I got a choke ya. That's the kind of thing that made me go cray cray. Cray 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 cray. You good for a girl, I go blah blah blah. Work it! I need a glass of wine, uh. Boy oh boy, it's good to tell ya. Let me work it. Take your dick home, zip it, and jerk it. I'm sick of this shit, shit, shit. I'm sick of this hide your dicks. If you got a big, I don't care, jerk. I'm just trying to focus and do my work. I'm sick of this shit, shit, shit. I'm sick of this hide your dicks. If you're a fly gal, get your nails done. Treat yourself good. Make smart investments. Hashtag me too is not a joke, uh, It's time for all of us to get a woke, uh, Saying no to you doesn't make me celibate. I want to be as cool as Missy Elliott. I want to sound cool, but I am so white. Unfortunately, my voice sounds way too polite. I sound more like a cheerleader than a rapper. Give me an M, give me an E, give me a T, oh, oh. I'm not a nasty bitch. I just know what I want. Equal rights, respect, and a croissant. Like Martin Luther King, I also have a dream. Instead of all this shit, why can't we be a team? To the ladies, I love the way you work it. To the fellas, just let us fucking work it. Good God. Why don't we do a take Taz, wait a minute, let's start again. Hello, hello. <laughs> Hi, this is Ron Votary. This is Alex Nussbaum. This is Jason Fraser. This is Matt O'Brien. Hey, this is Ray Zwicker. All right, world. My name is Cal Post. Guys, this is Christina Walkinshaw. This is Eddie Delicepi. This is Adrian Spencer. Uh, my name is Timo. And you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Who am I talking to? What am I doing? Yeah, Julian <laughs> Dion Comedy Hour? You're podcast. listening to the... Fuck <laughs> See, I took the word out comedy. Changes the meaning completely, doesn't it? Amazing. Not really. I'm overworking, but days in the holidays. Happy holidays. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. Now broadcasting live and totally uncensored. Eh? <laughs> From Lemon Press Studio. In the beautiful Gatineau Hills. Beautiful. <laughs> 
project. I was like half asleep on the couch, and now I'm projecting. Hey, everyone. This is Christian Potenza. This is Gay Trevor Wilson. This is Jean Paul, a.k.a. the Island Hipster. Hashtag hipster business. This is Steph Tola. Hey, this is Jake Goldsby. This is Sky Wallace. Hey, everybody. This is Erica Sigurdsson, a.k.a. Ricky Six. Okay, hello. Hi. This is Howard Wagman. Hey, this is Peter Anthony, the PA System. This is Matt O'Brien. Some people like to, that's my rap name. This is Jen Grant, and you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour Podcast. <laughs> Show you and me belong, just like the flowers, laughing all day long. People, I need to lose. Sing a little song, then take a shower. Julian Dion. It's, it's a show. It's not an hour. It's a show. It's okay. everybody good morning hey buddy good morning we are down in our cheerio that's a little loud we're loud live we're loud and live on a wednesday morning wednesday june 17th broadcast you broadcasting to you live oh my god from <laughs> lemon press studios in the beautiful gatineau hills hi 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 Wednesday morning. Jeez, I get so frustrated sharing this thing. Adding tags. It sounds very much... This is really no reason to complain, but this... On Facebook, you go to tag something, you put at. Let's say I want to tag Jennifer Grant. Grant. Uh, Jennifer Grant is with us this morning. Hello there. Show yourself spirit. I'm here and I'm tagged. I go at, put the at symbol. I start typing J-E-N-N, then... Your name pops up at the top of the list along with a bunch of other Jennifers. By the time my thumb makes it from the keyboard on my screen to your name, your name disappears and I end up tagging some random Jennifer. I know. It, uh, it's so weird. Every time, every time. Then I I put the Julian Dion show. I end up tagging some Julie girl. I'm like, what? I know. Uh, and so and you see it. You see it right there. You go at... And boom, it's at the top of it because I I tag it every morning. Yeah. It knows. Also, I put the in front of, so I put the Jew. And as I, from literally the the split second that my thumb travels from the keyboard on my phone, not a computer keyboard, the computer like the the yeah. one and a half inches up from the keyboard to the name disappears and I end up tagging a random person. And time is of the essence when I'm doing it in the morning because. You know, I want to come on time. And oh, it's so annoying. Anyway, we're a little bit late this morning. I couldn't figure out one thing with Logic Pro. 
Because we are recording, of course, as well as being live on Facebook, Monday to Fridays at 7 a.m. We also are broadcast and available on demand on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more, wherever you get your podcasts. Needs fulfilled, we're there. The Julian Dion chose to subscribe on that. It's great to subscribe on that and uh, get you get little reminders that we're now on there and you can download it on your phone so like if you're going for a walk or driving somewhere or what have you gardening house cleaning you can just listen to it without using data you tell them jenny i think it's great you tell them jenny and really it's nice Obviously, we love doing it on Facebook, but it's nice to be able to listen to it in a really good quality. Um, and ultimately, you know, you don't need to see us, right? I mean, it's great to see your handsome face, but... Well, it's really because video is the future. It has nothing to do with that, but... It, oh, people why? What like, do you mean? They like mean? that? You don't understand the concept of video is the future? I'm sorry. I'm just joking. That was sounded rude. Yeah, it really did. <laughs> The video is the future. You've been rude since you woke up this I know, morning. I don't know why. Rude is the future. Ah, uh, rude is the future. Video is the future, yes. It's pretty loaded. No? For, like, podcasts? For everything. Okay. Video is just the future. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I guess. What do you mean, you guess? Yeah, but there's a use for just audio sometimes as well. Oh, yeah, I love it. And the the thing is, too, I was promoting it on a French podcast. I was doing it. And the way I promoted it, the guy was like, so what you're saying, because I was like, look, it's fun live in the mornings. He goes, why are you doing it at 7 a.m.? I mean, nobody's up. I'm like, well, some people tune in. We have our regulars and, and you know, a lot of people wake up in the morning uh, early. So... I was like, it's fun live, and we have the comments and everything, but the um, you know when you listen on Apple or whatever or Google or Spotify, it sounds better. It's broadcast quality. It's what we hear in our headphones. You hear on those apps. Mm-hmm. It's real. I mean, there might be a small notch of of quality that goes down, but uh, ultimately, it sounds really, really good. He goes, mm-hmm. so what you're saying is, don't come on live, only listen. I'm like, no, l- watch us live. And the reason I promote it that way is because so many people tell me, oh, I want to keep watching your show or I keep wanting to watch your show, but I'm never up that early. I always miss it. And like, it's really available anytime. <laughs> you don't have to be up. That's the point. Yes. If you miss it live on Facebook, you don't have to. It's not like, oh, well, maybe tomorrow I'll try to get up. Mm-hmm. It's available uh, when you wake up on anywhere you could get your podcast. And in fact... We get some views in the mornings when we're doing it, which is great, and some interactions, but 95% of our likes, or, or sorry, our views and downloads come throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. And like in radio, a morning morning show is a coveted spot, actually. It's a very popular. Right now, no one's driving to work or whatever, but a lot of people are up at 7 a.m. It's the time slot. It's the time slot in, yeah. in radio. Sorry, I didn't mean to sound rude. I just meant... I accept your apology. Because I said, video is the future. You're like, what? What do you mean? And I just thought... It's okay. Really? You're forgiven. The song off the top was by the very sexy... (laughs) My side piece. (laughs) Side piece. I sleep with Jen Grant and Jenny G. (laughs) (laughs) Jenny G, yes, is a character it's you but 
it's a character, I guess. Alter ego. Alter ego is the best way to say it. Jenny G has written some songs. That was a parody of Miss Elliot's Work It called Jerk It. And there's a very funny on uh, video on YouTube. So if you search Jenny G Jerk It comes up first thing. Go check out the video. It's very funny. We worked hard on it. Well, we you worked hard on it. I, I was just a small part of it. You did all the work. Oh, you were a significant part uh, of it. No, no, it was all you. I don't know why I said we. I'm just used to using the royal we. You worked really hard on it. It's all you. I'm not not fun. significant. I had a small, small part. Uh, what, I, my, what my role was is uh, drinking that wine that was in the, <laughs> in the glass. Well, there was a glass on set, a wine glass, those jumbo ones that you can fit an entire bottle of wine in it. And uh, I was just, after we sh- used it for this scene, for the quick shot, <laughs> I was just sipping on this bottle-sized glass of wine sharing it with everybody that's a pre-covid thing sharing a glass of wine with everybody on set totally but i got super loopy soup soups loops anyway jenny g jerk it thank you yes i'm proud of that it was a lot it was a lot of work it was really fun involved the video shoot was great awesome memory involving many friends and family and um got to rap it was very challenging yeah, your sisters, your mother is yeah. in the video. Yeah. It was so much fun. We shot it in Wakefield. Claire Besslan, who we featured on the show many times and I've interviewed in 2017, wrote the music. Yep. Jenny G wrote the lyrics. Really, the person that had the least to do with it is Jen Grant. <laughs> it was all Jenny G and Claire <laughs> Besslan. No? I should have pooped before the show. Oh, why are you talking about pooing? I don't know. It's I have an incredible urge. Anyway, I'll try to push through or not push through. I'll try to suck in. Oh my god, gross! <laughs> You're that's gross. No one wants to hear that right now. Well, never know. No, I think I'm pretty confident about the fact that no one wants to hear that. It's I I'm on my schedule is all out of whack for some reason. It's usually first thing in the morning at 5 a.m. Now it's like mid-show, nighttime, midday. Okay. Anyway, I'm suffering. Aw. Do you want to take a break? No, no, no. What do you, can you, we want to cover? Oof. For 10 minutes? 10 minutes? <laughs> That's a long time. No, I'll just, um, it'll go away. I, I'll sweat it out. Oh my God. Just I'm don't so come sorry. around me. Don't come around me when I'm sweating. I'm so sorry, listeners and viewers. Anyway. Oh. Yeah. Um, Um, I don't want you to get mad. What? Because you get frustrated with technology, but right now... Oh, shit. Whoops. The screen? Yeah. (laughs) I'm not getting mad. I'm zen now. uh, I'm always afraid you're going to get upset no, that was dumb though i left uh, the screen up but who cares it's just my face mm-hmm. doesn't matter are you holding in a sneeze in that picture i'm holding in a poop <laughs> <laughs> in that picture do you want me to try to fill the time for 10 no no it's uh, fine honestly I, c- I could do the daily dose right now no, without no, any I'm interaction yeah no it's sure? all good yeah okay. i'm just expressing i'm just being honest mm-hmm. and how i feel yeah. And right now I feel the urge 
Maybe if you stop talking about it, you won't think about it. I know, but it's on the on the. Uh, Just go. I'll, t- I'll do the daily dose. It's on the front of my butthole. <laughs> let Let me do the daily no, dose. No, it's it's gonna go away. Let's change the topic. All right. Oh my god. So yesterday I was pooping and. Um, <laughs> Gross. Gross. You love it. All right. Apologies. How's your breakfast? <laughs> Hi. <laughs> How many I I. It seems early for breakfast, actually. I know it is morning. morning. I know, I know. Some people eat right away. I guess I don't do that. I need a, I need a couple, an hour. Or so. Yeah, yeah. The uh, I, I was realizing yesterday. So we have a garden out back. Wait, I have a garden out back. I'm mm. sick of using the royal we. Just kidding. Sometimes the, the we works. I know this. I know yeah. th- that was the joke. We have a garden. Oh. What's that? Hold on. What? Just a minute. All right. Ew. <laughs> Can you just go? No. So let's stop talking about it. So we have a garden and brought in some to. garden soil. <laughs> brought in some garden soil at the top of our property where our house is built in the on a on a hill doesn't matter again the details and so seven yards of soil loaded up the garden a few weeks back but there was still a little bit of garden or garden soil left left up there under a tarp tarps tarped tarped what movie is that from freddy got fingered never know what movie is it someone is in a spelling bee someone let us know if you're watching if there's anybody out there watching live on Facebook, first of all, give us a share or like. That helps us a lot. And subscribe. And subscribe, of course. Like the Julian Dion page, Julian Dion show, rather. Follow us on Instagram and subscribe. I think it's Freddy Got Fingered. I'm not sure. Where there's a spelling bee and the girl is spelling. I don't think it's Freddy Got Fingered. I think it's a Ben Stiller movie. doesn't matter. She's spelling tarp. They're like, spell tarp. She's like, T. A R P T. Tarped. <laughs> anyway, that's the joke. <laughs> Let us know in the comments if you know which movie it is, or if someone like PM is out there, Google it. Let us know. Tarped. Which movie is that look? from? Jero's going to in- involve the. Oh, yeah, true. The viewers to make it fun, but go ahead. No, no. Shock the fun out of everything, you loser. Just kidding. That's a joke in your act. That's a line that sounded hard to anybody that don't doesn't know Jen's act. That's a line from her act. Oh my god! I'm not. I would never call you a loser. Obviously, you're. I know. A it's you're, you're number one in this relationship, by the way. I'm in your shadow. <laughs> anyway, um, shoot, I'm doing it. Yes, the the. So we have some soil out back, and I was needing it for another little side project. A little bit of soil left under a tarped. Mm-hmm. And I went there yesterday to get some and I lift it and there's a little black toad that was there. He's been there for like three weeks. He was there three weeks ago. All, all burrowed in the thing. But this is how much of a softy I am when it comes to animals. I needed the soil. I just left him there. Left the soil. Like, a, I'll use something else. Aww. So in the backyard, there's a pile of soil under a tarp with a little black toad under there all burrowed in the... He looks like our cat Nugget. He's just all <laughs> grouchy looking. Yeah, but how can he breathe under a tarp? I don't know. They breathe. I mean, they breathe underwater. Do they? <laughs> I just made that up. I don't <laughs> think they breathe underwater. I don't know how, but 
because I took him out of there before when I found him there three weeks ago when I was doing work. I, I took him and I moved him. I First of all, I brought him down to the house, showed you and your mom. Then I put him back, just put him in the woods, and he made his way back under the tarp. Wow. And uh, so he's uh, he's there. He's comfy. There is Safe. still a little bit of, like, it's not sealed, so there's some air. Oh, yeah, and there's he a plethora safe. of uh, ants and worms and stuff he can eat. So I just left it there. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, whatever. I don't need the soil. And I did. But uh, So there's just a pile of soil under a tarp. I'm going to have to do something eventually. I can't just leave it there the whole season. Well, maybe you should just uh, nip it in the bud. If he gets too used to that, what's he going to do for his habitat? That's true. I it It goes to show that generational like my grandfather would be spinning in his grave not really over that it's a pretty minor thing but it's just like you know yeah he's a hunter you're a softy he's a hunter and whatever like could care like he cared for animals but would would just kill the shit out of them easily yeah it's just a different category a cat would be, category a cat would be in his garden he'd like from the basement shoot it just stuff like it was a different time. Yes, it really was. I find a frog in soil that I need. I'm like, well, the soil can stay there. <laughs> soil? <laughs> and I know even my dad, one generation, would would definitely just not care about the, the frog. Like, he'd move it in the woods somewhere and just use the soil. But I'm like, oh, I feel bad. <laughs> I feel bad. I feel like, I feel like your dad... I mean, it's like each generation has gotten probably softer. Yeah. Your dad's very respectful of animals and the environment, but he did very quickly just tell you to try to kill that fledgling. Yeah, put on a boot. More control and just stomp it. Don't care well, about it. He did say <laughs> mm. He did say he, did, he it's not fun like it's it sucks. Yeah, yeah, I know. And he doesn't hunt anymore. He used to hunt doesn't hunt. Used to raise and kill pigs every other year. Raise them and um, get them in the spring and slaughter them in the fall. Doesn't do that anymore because he just can't. That's the worst. The worst part is the killing. One time, his boss, whose name was Bob, said, "How do you how do you raise pigs from spring to fall and then kill them? Don't you feel like they're your pets? Like what kind of?" Monster, are you? And my dad goes, "That's easy. I give him names of people I don't like." <laughs> he said, "The one named Bob, I'm gonna strangle to death." <laughs> <laughs> Your dad's very funny. He's so quick. One time, strangle to death. <laughs> <laughs> one time, they go to church a lot, and the priest, who's younger than my dad, my dad looks really young for his age. He's 73, but he looks great and he's fit. And uh, it's true. the priest goes, Jerry, how do you do it? What's what's the secret? You look so good. And he goes, it's called clean living, Father. You should try it. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's Jerry what for What a guy. You. Jerry yeah. dog. Quick-witted. Quick-witted. My grandfather was like that. So funny. Really? Yeah. Yeah. There's stories of very, very witty, very quick, funny. One time. There's we had a cabin, as you know, you've been there. Mm-hmm. We call it La Camp in the woods in Skidook, and they built a a bathroom, but it was you know with no plumbing or anything, so it was like an outhouse, but inside, so an in-house, I guess. And um, 
it was a t- it was tight quarter. It was a small small and uh, and my uncle Val was say he went to the bathroom and he goes, it's really nice, but I can't uh, you know it's hard. To, I can barely fit my shoulders in there. My grandfather, without skipping a beat, goes, had I known you would go, you would go that deep, I'd, I'd have made the hole bigger. <laughs> <laughs> And my uh. my uncle Al, God rest his soul. Actually, Monique, if if you're watching, um, her late father. He's a great guy. Also very very funny and witty. It runs the family. And um, he had my uncle Eugene was visiting. Uh, in their at their house in Skidook, and this is not that long ago. F- and. Uh, I guess in the spare in the guest bedroom, the closet was on the like on the on the outside wall of the house. Like you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like the closet wasn't on an inside wall. It was obviously still inside the bedroom, but just on an outside wall. And right, my my uncle Eugene goes, uh, you know, the closet being against the outside wall like that, it it'll get moldy with clothes and that. And again, without like s- in a split second, without skipping a beat, my uncle Al goes. Uh, if our guests' clothes start getting moldy, it's time for them to go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, very, very funny people in my family. I, of, I often say that. My, my dad's way funnier than I am. Meanwhile, I'm the comedian. Any hoozle, the Jenny G jerk it song off the top. That was great. Check that out on YouTube. Thank and you, uh, appropriate you. time right now because people are getting outed right now. Chris Delia, comedian Chris Delia, is getting killed on Twitter. Oh, I didn't know. Yep. All these people are coming forward. Again, these are all allegations. Nothing is proven. And it's it's all very fresh. But I like to... In the mornings, go on Twitter and see what's trending so we can talk about current events. And yeah, Chris Delia is trending. You said all these people are coming forward. Oh all these my women? God, ton. Well, girls at the time, 16, 17 year olds, while he was into his 30s, Ugh. Uh, pursuing these 17 year olds, 16 year olds, asking for pictures, asking them to come to his hotel room. Oh my God. And um, yeah. Again, nothing is proven or anything, but holy shit, there's a lot of lot of it, and nobody's coming to his defense. A lot of comedians are just saying, like, yeah, this sounds about right. The thing that concern, yeah, like if there's just one, I mean, I, I always obviously want, I want to believe people because obviously why would they? Well, they're sending screenshots and stuff. If you go. Well, and also like how many people are actually going to do that at, like if they're not telling the truth, it's probably very rare. But th- unfortunately, when you're the person who's saying that, if you're the victim, yeah, and you go and try to say that this has happened to you, why is it the first reaction you're probably lying? Why is that? I know. Well, because you sluts lie all the time. Mm. <laughs> all these the- little sound bites, I'm telling you. <laughs> You better be careful. This that's one. If ever I run for office for anything, that's one that will come back. You sluts lie all the time. It'll just play over and over. You sluts lie all the time. <laughs> and again, one more time. You sluts lie all the time. Okay. It's on this Twitter account called uh, She Rates Dogs. And I guess she does this. She she uh, rates dogs. Like she'll expose people or whatever. I think that's the nature of the account. I'm getting that from the handle, but I'm not sure. Anyway, she posted something about Chris Delia and got flooded with DMs. She said, if you, if it's private, don't worry. I'll 
make it anonymous. And then so under the thread, all of these screenshots of him texting people. Wow. And a comedian, Olivia something shit, I should have. She's like a newer comic in Toronto. I saw she tweeted and she's getting a lot of retweets and likes. She retweeted she was 20 or 21. Chris Delia was coming to Toronto and she was a huge fan. That's actually funny. A lot of people are saying the most shocking thing about these threads is how many people are saying Chris Delia is their favorite comedian or was their favorite comedian. <laughs> I always think of the Natasha Leggero roasts on, I think, the Justin Bieber roast. Yes, the Justin Bieber roast. Because he was... Chris Delia is just, was at the time Justin Bieber's favorite comedian, so I asked him on the dais. Natasha Leggero was uh, her roast was Chris Delia Chris Delia answers the question what if Dane Cook had half the talent and a rich dad <laughs> he's very much in that wheelhouse of uh, Dane Cook like the over the top animated yeah. uh, anyway so appealing this comic, to a younger Olivia shit I wish I had her last name anyway Olivia something out of Toronto she said when she was 20 or 21 he was coming to Toronto so hit her, him being her favorite comedian, she texted him or DM'd him, hey, would love to meet you. And then he replied back, oh, let's hang for sure. And so they agreed to meet at this bar. So she goes to the bar and she she always knew like there was this undertone of he obviously wanted to have sex with her because why the hell would, would a celebrity just want to hang out with a random 20-year-old, whether they're an amateur comic or not? Obviously, it's too... Uh, Get down and dirty. Mm-hmm. And they agreed to meet at a bar. And of course, she's on the way to the bar. And predictably, he switched the address to his hotel bar. So then she gets, she's like, oh, I see where this is going. Goes to the hotel bar. And predictably, he's like, actually, come up to my room. And she said, no. He stopped texting. So she just kept having drinks on her uh, uh, at the bar in the hotel and then she uh she finally was like okay fine what's your hotel room I'll come up he texts her the room number she charged all of the drinks to his room and left perfect <laughs> yeah perfect. is it olivia stadler yes it is thank you for looking that up no i want to give credit to uh to her twitter thread so and that's obviously true i mean i believe her mhm and then so off on this thread, all of these people are showing, oh, it's so embarrassing for him. I mean, scumbag, but he's just showing the, uh, his, his moves, for lack of a better, his technique, like how to pick up girls. <laughs> he's just so, like his texting is, it's embarrassing. Give even me an if, example. Even if they were of age, it's just like, it's so transparent. Like, okay, I'll show you one. This is from his personal profile. I know you? Question mark. Her. Haha. No, I'm a fan. Thinking this was a fan page. All good. We can be friends here. Smiley face. Also, we should hang out. Hee <laughs> hee. He said that. Yes. Sounds good. Keep up the fantastic work. By she was 17 at the time. Sounds good. Keep up the fantastic work. You're hilarious. And he goes, "Let's text." And she goes, "Shoot, show number." He goes, "What's yours? You first." Haha, ha, I don't write my number on social media. I can't have that out there. Anyway, 
that's not that crazy, but there's a couple other ones. The he he is not like he he. I want to find other man. ones because yes, exactly. You're a grown man. Tee he tee he he. I don't know. It's just trying to appeal to the youth with a he he. Uh, one other one. He, this is the one he initiated. He goes hi like h i i i i i i i i i dot. She goes shut the fuck up. Holy shit. Hey. He goes haha. You in L A? Question mark question mark. She goes I wish. Well, where then? She goes, Chicago. He goes, well, we should text. Digits? Then she doesn't reply. She's 17 years old at the time. She's 24 now. She doesn't reply. This is on April 15th, or April 10th, 2014. On May 10th, a month later, he just sends a sad face. Oh, my God. And this is a grown man in his 30s, by the way. He's acting like he's 14. Oh, my God. Um, I'll fi- I wanted to see if I can find some more here, but... Uh, I wonder if somebody had messaged this woman who calls um, these guys out, and that's what spurred it. Like, what was the event that spurred it, I wonder? I think she started a thread, one person, and then, you know, when one comes forward, that's often the case. A bunch of others come forward because they go, okay, I'm not alone in this. I'm not going to get... Because I read one thread that uh, a 17-year-old was aggressively hit on and sexually harassed by him he said she said she tweeted about it and he said delete the tweet or i will ruin you and another one shared an email was she a comedian no no how would he ruin well, her? i don't know that exactly. was just that was just an empty threat i will ruin your life another oh one God. was uh, i'm in tempe let's hang he sent an email to a 16 year old an email no subject i'm in tempe let's hang smiley face she goes do you want to meet up tonight question mark smiley face he goes yes can we make out Six no. 16 years old. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Anyway. Wow. So, and he's not, nobody's coming to his defense. I want to read. So interesting, eh, that he's clearly, uh, he's, it's like, did he create the material that would appeal to the age bracket that he's attracted to? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, did he consciously do that, or or is he also emotionally immature as well? Like, is he still thinking he's, like, a teenager or something? Probably, yeah. And that that's the kind of material he creates? Or is he actually doing it in a way that is this very um, clever way of attracting that demographic? Not clever, but you can't why is he so successful it's weird because no one really likes his comedy yeah. I, gu- I guess he's an okay actor he must be reasonably okay to get to where he's been he's not yeah no of course but there's lots of others that are out there that mm-hmm. can do better it's it's kind of mysterious when people become famous some people Lori Kilmartin how is Lori Kilmartin not verified on Twitter she's got 80,000 followers anyway her tweet is uh she tweeted this yesterday just remembering how conflicted the comedy community was over louis ck because many of us liked him and his act i'm looking but i see no conflicting no conflicts on twitter today lol nobody is uh coming to his defense right she's great laurie kilmartin yeah she is great we'd see her around in new york right when we were there yep at, at tell your friends and stuff like that yeah Late Night Writer, Podcast. How is she not verified? Uh, who cares? <laughs> Why am I obsessed with that? 
Yeah, well, what's going on with Louis C.K.? Remember Louis C.K. did a show in uh, Toronto, and that was all kind of controversial at Yuck Yucks? Yeah, nothing. He's just... Is he still touring? Well, no, COVID, obviously, but... Like before COVID is what I meant to say? Yeah, he was doing some clubs. Hmm. Working on a new hour. He released it. No, he released a new album. That's right. He released a new special just before COVID or during or in the beginning of it on his website. I meant to download it and listen, but... Hmm. um, Yeah. There's probably no coming back to where he was. Mind you, he probably... Everybody, even if they don't have a tarnished reputation, you peak and then you can't stay up at that actual... Most people don't stay up at that intense level. Yeah. Like, they don't sustain that forever. Yeah. But he's really dipped down, which makes sense. You know... I was trying to find... Oh, this is one. What were you going to say? Go ahead. I just think not everyone is like this, but for me, it's really hard to really love someone that I know is a creep, even if I love their art. Yeah, It's just really hard to separate the two. It is. Another one, she was, uh, it goes, hey. (laughs) Hi, I'm in Golden, Colorado. I just did a show. Where are you? She goes, oh, damn, I would have liked to have gone. I'm in Greenwood Village, just south of Denver. It's about 30 minutes from Golden. Is that the only one you're doing while you're here? Yeah. What are you doing? What do you mean, like now? He goes, yep. She goes, just chilling at home. You? Are you enjoying Colorado? Yeah, it's all right. I'm bored. How old are you anyway? She goes, yeah, well, Golden is hardly the best part of Colorado. Denver and the mountain towns are where it's at. I'm 17. How long are you here for? He goes, ah, too young. I'm leaving tomorrow. She goes, ah, sad. Wish I could have seen a show. Ha ha. Yeah. Oh, well, how old are you anyways? Goes 30 with a bunch of exclamation marks or points. Wow. And he, she, he goes, hmm, yeah, a little too old for me. Ha ha. Oh, well, you should definitely let me know next time you have a show here. He goes, okay, for sure. A couple weeks later, he just sends, hi. Oh, my God. Knowing she's 17. You know, obviously he said, oh, too old or too young. Well, then why are you still pursuing a 17-year-old? That's, you you know. Yeah. So I wonder if any of these screenshots that were taken, like, what's he thinking? Like, nowadays, why are you doing that when you could be, when people can keep screenshots, especially when you're famous? Like, even if they didn't want to do anything with it, like, when you, maybe when you're a teenager, you don't think Ooh, this. All you're thinking is this guy's famous. Yeah. You're not really wanting to tell anybody how inappropriate because part of you is probably thinking, well, maybe I can actually hook up with him. Because when you're the kid, you're like, oh my god, a star! Like, would he actually hang out with me? Right. Like, wow. But then later, a few years later, they might realize. And they keep that screenshot because he's famous at first. I know. And so is he stupid? Like that never goes away. Thinking? And his technique, he's literally, he's in his 30s at the time. Now, he, I mean, he's, he's in his 40s for sure. There's no way he's in his 30s. Even when Let he said check. 30, he's got to be in his 40s. If not, he looks older. But his technique, he's texting like he's a 17-year-old boy. Uh, hey, but, I'm bored. By the way, you know, we should remind people who we're talking about because somebody just commented who I missed this. Who are we talking about? Oh, Chris Delia, comedian Chris Delia. 
He's 40. If you are just joining us, Chris Dilio is um yeah, being uh just killed on Twitter. All of these women, it's these are all accusations. Nothing's been proven, of course. These are all alleged, but people are sharing screenshots of him aggressively hitting and trying to pursue 17, 18-year-olds, 16-year-olds in some cases. And um, there was some one I can't find. He actually did sleep with a 17-year-old. He got her so drunk that uh, I got to find it. Fun fact about Chris Delia, when he stayed at my hotel two years ago, he called for help with his AC unit and then exposed himself to the woman who went to help, then tried to get her to come back to the room. If you see slash post, please leave me anonymous, but it was in Cleveland, Ohio during his early 2018 shows. Wow. And again, these are all just alleged accusations. Nothing is... I don't know if you read this one. I don't think so. But on Twitter, a woman named Simone Rossi tweeted a screenshot of her alleged interactions with Dilia and accused him of grooming her. Imagine being... She she writes, Imagine being 16 and being groomed by a stand-up comedian twice your age and the only reason you never met up and got never got physically molested was because you had just gotten a boyfriend your own age yeah i read that one this morning i mean here's the thing it says all alleged alleged but where there's smoke there's fire if there's more than you know even one there's more than even one you gotta pay attention to that like even one is scary because why wouldn't that happen to every single one of every single famous yeah person yeah because then okay fine this happens to every star it doesn't though and then when there's more than one it's like okay yeah exactly i mean there's there's a reason where there's smoke there's fire that saying is uh that it's true Okay, just along with the Chris Delia thread, when he performed in Boulder last year, I went with my underage friend and she messaged him on Instagram saying she loved the show because she was low-key Instagram famous. And he asked her and I to come back to his hotel room later to cuddle with with him. He's disgusting. Ew. Gross. And to be honest... Again, grown man, 40 years old. Like, what the hell? To be honest, the way that he looks, like that type of look of a guy, it does, to me, it screams kind of man-child. He mm-hmm. looks like he's, many of us don't want to get older, but he looks like he's really clinging to maybe looking younger. That's just my impression. Com- continuing the thread with a 16-year-old where he said, um, can we make out? Then he goes, send me a pic. She sends a pic of a panda. He goes, ha, 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 the fucking panda, dick. She goes, that's very exotic. Anyway, he's literally uh, texting like a ch- like a child, a grown man. Well, he he kind of looks like that that type of a, I don't know. I mean, and this is just a, you know, that's just an impression I get. But because, I don't know. I, I hate to say that because looks can be deceiving. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing wrong with being youthful. There's nothing wrong with wanting to look however you want to look. But now, given the context of everything I'm hearing, it's like it's like he presented himself in all ways to be attracted to that age group. Like, 
how can I look younger? How can I talk younger? Hi, all that kind of yeah. stuff. In his act, his act is very much like um, like when you watch Dane Cook. Yeah, Dane Cook back in the day, he was definitely, you can tell he, he either was that or was a, trying to appeal to a university or younger audience. And when you listen to it, you can feel that. He obviously was Chris Dillia just doing everything in his life to be attractive to that age group. Like, are you going to text to someone? Well, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Um, well, and you know, Dane Cook never had any scandals like this. Good point. The only scandal Dane Cook ever had was joke stealing, which was, um, yeah, but ironically, isn't he with someone extremely young right now? Yeah, he's 46. She's 20. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he makes fun of it, though. I mean, but she's legal. If, look, it's gross, but uh, there's nothing illegal happening there. Yeah. It's it's well above board. There's nothing. He's not hiding it. He's yeah. talking about it all the time. He jokes about it. Uh, I, I saw him on Kimmel, and he, he made a joke. He's like, you know... She's she's my best friend. I like her. That's that's weird that a, a twenty year old is your best friend when you're forty. It's like where you're. I don't know. It, there's How do other you relate. There's yeah. other things there, but it's not illegal. Sure, it's gross, whatever. But he's he he jokes about it. He makes fun of it, and he's like, uh, you know, where were you? Uh, uh, I was, you know, we we get along so well. She's my best friend, and I was thinking, like, where were you all my life? She goes, oh yeah, not not born for half of it. Yeah. I don't, I, li- I actually like Dane Cook. I don't care to say it. I'm not embarrassed. Well, you know, you're right. It is legal. And maybe he just is a very immature person who isn't super... Um, I don't know. I feel like someone who doesn't have... I wouldn't want to hang out with me when I was 20. Yeah, exactly. Like, I was a twit because I didn't have any life experience. But you are 20, and that's the charm of being 20. And that's why 20-year-olds usually hang out with other 20-year-olds because you're all at the same level of yeah. life experience. It's not your fault. It's That's the fun of being 20. Yeah. But why would you, once you've lived twice as long, want to hang out with yeah, someone who hasn't even been... There's other underlying things there for sure, whatever, mm. but, you know, whatever. He... he Again, he doesn't hide it. He jokes about it. He was just on Kimmel a couple months ago. We watched it. Remember, he was so funny, like doing panel. Yeah, he looks so different. He looks awful. Yeah, he's <laughs> well, bl- not awful. Bloated. Looked, that big giant face. Looks like he's been doing steroids or something. Yeah, I, I, I can't accuse him for for that. Who cares? I don't know. Well, and but people do get people age. I mean, yeah, but he's something looks off. Like, did you get work done? Like, yeah. are you bloated? Is it steroid? Like something? He's, like, all, I he's all jacked. Him. He's yeah. huge, like jacked, but uh, still very funny. You know, of course, a lot of his humor is just juvenile college, you know, appealing to a much younger audience than the people that criticize him. But uh, I admit I've laughed very hard at stuff Dane Cook's done. And he's been doing stand-up for 30 years. This year is his 30th. He's on a tour celebrating his 30th... um, 30 years. ...comedy anniversary. Yeah, I mean, he's the real deal. He's done it all. He's he's worked his way up, paid his dues, worked in clubs and hard shows and sold out arenas and theaters and clubs. Now he's doing theater tours and whatever. I mean, his... Whether you like his comedy or not, you've got to respect where where he's come from. He's earned it. It's not like he was... Oh, yeah. 
you know, an overnight success for no reason or a YouTube star that, you know, people will say, oh, it's the MySpace thing. So what? He used a tool that was available to exactly. all of us. He utilized it and, and became Dane Cook. There's nothing I wrong mean, with that. I mean, yeah, you have to hand it to him for what he did with that. Every show that he went to, he'd have a mailing list that people would sign up for a mailing list. He'd connect with them on MySpace. Like, he was the first to do that. Yeah. And... And the you, first no one becomes that famous without any talent at all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he's done all the late nights, Letterman countless times, you know, Conan, Kimmel, Fallon. He's done it all. And like he is f- he's got funny stuff. Totally. And and to if if you don't relate with his humor because a lot of it is juvenile, at mm-hmm. least back in the day it's changed now. Yeah. After his mom died, uh, he he did a set talking about and you know he's he's had some hissy fits and stuff he look he's he can be an annoying guy or whatever but um whatever and it's yeah he's got an ego for sure but after his mom died he did a set at the laugh factory about that and you know seeing her number in his phone and how he just wanted to call it and what would that be like if he did call it Uh, you know that's not juvenile stuff that's authentic Mm -hmm. raw stuff and yeah. Whether you like him or not, you, you got to respect what he's done. and Or you don't. Who cares? Yeah. But it's such it's so cool to hate on Dane Cook when you're in comedy. And it's so like, if you admit you like it, people are like, oh, what the f- what's wrong with you? It's, it's like, just shut up. Well, remember we had a roommate and I said that I liked Kevin James. Yes. <laughs> and I mean Kevin James there's he's got some funny stuff he's very funny there's a wholesome guy like a, a f- just good work ethic family and she, man she so shamed funny. me for liking yeah. him what be- because I, I guess Kevin James is too mainstream and Ugh. not hipster enough not like I don't know not tongue in cheek enough uh, he's funny he's so funny by the way check out his YouTube page he's killing it during the quarantine he's once a week releases they're about a minute and a half to two minutes and they're like a movie <laughs> like it's so high production value anyway yeah but very yeah. good he's very funny he's super funny he's kevin james for shit sakes yeah it's like the and the more famous you get the more you're criticized so you know what hey if people are talking about you you take it as a compliment it's kind of the same as russell peters is very famous and very good and you know might if there's a lot of really good comedians so i think you you have to fight against getting too bitter and negative and critical of people who are it's so easy in comedy or just the arts to compare yourself to others yeah why him and not me he's taking my opportunity fuck that guy what do they do i was like that for a long time until i realized everybody hit the hits their stride at different times in their career and yep. everybody's path is different no two paths are the same but you see someone they got to point b and they're from point a to b so you go i want to do that exact same thing but it's different for mm-hmm. everyone and russell peters is a great example people will, oh he was an overnight success when he hit big in 2006 people were like the the perception was that this guy was an overnight success he came out of nowhere he came out of nowhere to you but he was actually a comedian for 21 years before he came became the russell peters that we know now as this global success 21 years grinding it out yeah and there's many 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 factors of why sir i mean he's an anomaly for sure russell peters what's happened to him is crazy yeah but he was also a guy who it was timing like like um 
what's his face? Who we were just talking about, and I'm blanking on his name already. Chris Delia? No, the other guy. Dane Cook? Dane Cook. Jeez. <laughs> I know. I know. Russell Peters, um, he, he had a Comedy Now special, and when people started to send email clips, when people used to do that, now it's mostly on Facebook. But that that's how he exploded. And I, I can tell you right now that when I started doing stand up and he was a headliner, I remember working with him in Calgary and he presented, he carried himself already very successful. There's a lot of things, a lot of factors that go into why people become who they are. And that's one of them is because he carried himself with a ton of confidence and swagger. He, he felt he when he walked in I was like is that guy just like a com- is he getting paid like what is why is he dressed so nice why does he carry himself so confidently he's got a ton of charisma there's a lot of reasons a lot of factors yeah. and I can tell you that I've worked with a lot of people in general and comedians who don't always have the best attitude they don't carry themselves that way you're not going to become a huge success when you're always putting yourself down and you see like comics, many Canadian comics on stage, not French, not in the French world. That's a whole other story, but we'll say, well, I'm a comedian. I'm, I'm a Canadian comedian. So I'm broke. I hate that joke. Uh, people, yeah. So I'm in Canadian show business. So, and they show the hat, like pass the hat or, Oh, you know, I'm, yeah. Yeah. You're writing your own story. Don't you realize Here's another one I wanted to read. Keep me anonymous. But Chris Delia did a similar thing to me. I was 19, so not underage, but he messaged me on Twitter asking if I'd talk to him more privately and personally and then offered to fly me to L.A. so we could hook up. I never answered him after that, but it was weird. I had tweeted to him quoted quoting one of his jokes, and that's how he replied. Weird. He's just so horny. Like, yeah, and I wonder, Kate, when you're that famous... Okay, I don't get it. Obviously, it's it's an issue. Like, why wouldn't he... Okay, let's say he, he was like Dane Cook, and he just dated 20-year-olds. Why can't you just date a 20-year-old? Why does it have to be a freaking child? It's also the approach, I think. And also, why? how, how bad age? are oh, sorry, you... No, how bad are you at your social skills and talking to women that you have to try to pick up a stranger... On Instagram or Twitter. Yeah. When you're Chris Dillia and you're famous, why can't you just go to a bar and meet a tw- uh, someone in their early 20s? Yeah. Yeah. And exactly. talk to it's, them. It's the approach. It's the message. It's just like um, going after anybody and everybody online, just throwing these pebbles, hoping someone will bite. It's creepy. He uh, Another one. Keep me anonymous. Chris Delia messaged me in 2013, flirty DMs, and tried to coax me to hang out, calling me a total babe at age 16. Yuck. Yeah. Oh, so man. I guess th- What's going to happen to him, like, legally? I don't know. The big issue is obviously for, you know, 16, 17, 18, well, 16 and 17-year-olds. You know, if you're in your 20s, it's annoying and creepy, but whatever. It's I don't know. Unless he's physically forcing you, people right. are cre- people are creepy on the internet. That just goes. That's for sure. Can I know. take a quick break? Of course. Thanks. But that's the thing. Like, uh, you know, if you're 20 and he's sending you creepy messages, it's creepy and annoying. But I mean, what are you gonna do? Just don't. You know. Don't put yourself in a position where he can 
be predatory, I guess, but uh, there's no excuse for the 16, 17-year-olds. And again, these are all alleged. If you are just joining us, we're talking about Chris Dahlia. He's t- trending on Twitter today. I guess he's been uh, aggressively for years trying to um, pick up young girls, 16-year-olds, 17-year-olds, well into his 30s. Anyway. And then that went. To that conversation kind of went all over the place. But uh, do we have any comments relating to this before we do the thing? Yes, we do. Sorry. Yes, we do. Um, I just want to mention really quick. That's why Keanu Reeves is so revered because he's he was like he's like almost Hollywood's hero. Yeah. Because he's dating a woman who is in her forties. And he's just a wholesome guy. A lot of yeah, I know. That's like what. But all of his pictures with fans, it's very funny. I saw this thread on Twitter one time. Someone was like, Chris, uh, or Chris, Keanu Reeves not going there, something like that. Every picture with his hand, he's got, or uh, with fans, he's got his arm around the person, but his arm isn't actually touching anybody. It's like <laughs> six, six inches off the person. So he's like, it looks like it's arm around, and then you zoom in, you see nothing's touching. He's just like hovering <laughs> like eight inches around, like, nope, I'm not going there. I'm not touching you. This couldn't go. But uh, I got to find those, see if I. Uh, just read funny. the comments. I'll see if uh, I can find those pictures. Okay, sure. Doug said, That's so funny. Your dad sounds hilarious. He is funny. Yeah, he's very funny. Jared Dog. And Silka said, oh, my God, OMG, about all of these, this Christilia. She said, Who said that, sorry? Silka from Germany. She says, women traumatized and awful laws. People just keep on walking like the men get away with it. And, um, yeah, agreed. And Vanessa Passmore says, morning, all. Good morning, morning, Vanessa. And that's pretty much it. That's okay. I gotta show you. I don't the know if that uh, was enough time for you to figure out. Yep. But yeah, Keanu Reeves is that was huge news. Like, and she's not even old. She's not even as old as him. Yeah, she's younger than him, but she's got grayish hair, so mm-hmm. it's like. Well, you're into older women, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> namely me. Okay, let me just. Uh, I think this is causing issues, but Keanu Reeves ain't taking no chances. This look so, uh, in every picture, his hand is hovering, not touching. Next picture, not touching. <laughs> That's really funny. Next picture, two women here, not touching either of them. <laughs> not touching. <laughs> anyway, that's how you do it. <coughs> yep. That is how you do it. She is, his girlfriend's name is Alexandra Great. And she is 46. He's 55. Yeah, and that's a controversy. Or not a controversy, but news. Oh, yeah. So unusual. Like, remember when uh, Amy Poehler... And Tina Fey were doing that. They were co-hosting. I think there was the Golden Globes or the Oscars. Mm-hmm. And they made that joke about um, George Clooney. 
What was really, it about uh, really in, in space, about yeah. the Sandra Bullock movie? Yeah. What, what was it? It was just that the only way, or the only time that you would see a leading, um, leading man in a movie married to or dating, like the actress was the same age. The only way it would work is that he'd have to go, he'd be able to leave and go out in outer space and be away from her or something like that. Let's see. Yeah, and she's not super glam. George Clooney oh, married Amal Alamuddin this year. Amal is a human rights lawyer who worked on the Enron case, was oh, yeah, an advisor to Kofi Annan regarding Syria, and was selected for a three-person advisor to Kofi Annan regarding Syria, and was selected for a three-person UN commission investigating rules of war violations in the Gaza Strip. So tonight, her husband is getting a Lifetime Achievement Award. Oh. Is that the joke? Yeah. No, no, but it's no. a really good one. prestigious Cecil B. DeMille Lifetime Achievement Award, or is he? No, you've been pranking a lot of people for 25 years. Who knows, maybe you're about to get Cecil B. DeBurnt. I don't know. Well, I want to find that specific joke because it's very funny. It's probably right after now. No, this clip is over. Oh. Wait. Wait for it. That was such a... They're so funny. Can you uh, say stuff or something? Yes. I, lo <laughs> I love Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. I love both of them. They're very, very funny. Uh, I haven't seen much of Tina Fey lately. Have you seen... Has she done anything? Oh, this is it. Gravity okay. is nominated for Best Film. There we go. It's the story of how George Clooney would rather float away into space and die than spend one more minute with a woman his own age. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's funny. Anyway, right. I, I knew I butchered it. <laughs> <laughs> but it was essentially the, yep. the gist. <laughs> Why am I laughing? I don't know. <laughs> Feel free to fill time if I'm looking for stuff. I was trying to find that bit too. Oh. Mm -hmm. All right. Daily dose, daily dose. Get the news from coast to coast. Daily dose, daily dose. All your news from coast to All coast. All the news and the headlines from Jim Graham. Here's your daily dose for Wednesday, June 17th. Can't believe it's already June 17th. Whoa. I know. Toronto Blue Jays player Ryan Rowdy Tellez and first base coach Mark Budzinski are accused of leaving their Toronto landlords on the hook for thousands of dollars in unpaid rents. So they had signed some leases before the COVID sitch mm -hmm. and for downtown Toronto condos. And then since then, since the pandemic, it has basically obviously suspended the baseball season. And because they're living in the U.S., they just decided not to pay their rent 
Mm, sucks. And thinking that it's okay. And I guess this landlord is not taking it lying down. Her and her husband, they each own some condos in Toronto. And so her husband rented his condo out to the coach and she rented it out to this this um, player. And he paid the first and last month's rents and then he was just MIA, MIA thinking that he can just do that, which is insane. So Tellez, who was paid an 850000 U.S. signing bonus when he was drafted to the Blue Jays in 2013, has made hundreds of thousands more playing pro baseball, but he hasn't paid the $4,100. Oh, my God. I know. Rent payment. Can you uh, get closer to your mic or something? Or oh, yeah, sure. Very low and the volume's all the way up. Yeah, sure. I feel so she's feeling like she's oh, disrespected. Yeah, uh, you know what it is? It's the angle of the mic. So now I've got it angled focus. properly. Focus. Focus on the mic. So. Yeah, so he hasn't paid it, and he just decided, and the, and the coach, it's a similar story. Basically, what people are saying is, you know, it's not like he's the, a regular Joe. Like, he makes a lot of money, mm-hmm. and he shouldn't be doing this. And yeah, it's unfortunate. I get it. But arrange something. Like, figure out an arrangement. And you did sign a six-month lease, so you got to... What is this other person supposed to do in Toronto? So it's a, it's a whole legal case that they're pursuing. What do you think about it? Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. Wh- who are the players? His name is Ryan Rowdy Tellez. Ryan Tellez. He's the... Uh, and then there's the other one is the coach. Okay. And the coach is a... You know, it doesn't make as much money as the player uh, and is a real estate agent on off-season. But you still have to make arrangements. You can't just bail and forget that it happened. You signed a lease. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is another kind of cute story that I liked. Focusing a little bit on lighter news today. Television personality Hal Johnson. Do you know who he is? Hal Johnson and Joanne McLeod, Body Break. That's right. Obviously. He co-hosted the Canadian Health and Fitness segment, Body Break. He says that the long-running series was started... To combat racism. Who knew? In a four-minute YouTube video posted Monday, Johnson explains the origin of the series, which he has hosted with his wife, Joanne McLeod, for more than 30 years. That's pretty amazing. I remember when he shaved his mustache. It wasn't the same. It was what? Was not the same. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) Is is his mustache back? No, no. He's mustacheless, but forever he had a mustache. Anyway, (laughs) so I thought you would know that. No, I didn't know that, but I know that when my dad shaved his mustache, my mom couldn't even look at him because he had a mustache for so long. She's like, I can't take you seriously. I can't look at you right now. Hal Johnson and Joanne McLeod. Body break. Body break. He begins the video by revealing how in June 1988, he was hired by TSN to be a sports reporter. On the same day Johnson found out he'd landed the position, he'd received another call from the same person saying that he wouldn't get the job after all. The reason they told him was that TSN executives said the network already had one black reporter and didn't want to have two. Hmm. So they created that on their own? What do you mean? Um, Well, no, he's just explaining early racism. And I can relate to that because I know that it's happened. Obviously, it's not the same thing. I, I'm telling you it's not the same thing, but it is discrimination. As a female comic, 
we're a minority. I remember one time one of my fellow female comics was going to be hired for a corporate comedy event. Uh, maybe it was about 10 years ago. And then the agent called her back and said, we were going to book you, but they don't want a female. Mm. So Well, women aren't funny. Mm. So TSN apologizes, saying that I'm sorry about the racism that you experienced in 1988. It's a shameful part of our past. And they thank him for sharing his story. And it is good that he's sharing his story. Johnson also describes participating in a commercial shoot at a Toronto racetrack that same year in the 80s when he was joined by two white actors to film a cheering scene. He said that after the rehearsals, once the crew uh, were finishing up the scene, the director asked the white female actor to move so that she was sitting beside the white male actor instead of Johnson. So whenever he asked about that, they said the client didn't want him standing, a black man standing next to a white woman. Hmm. And then he thought, how can I change this? And that's how he started the body break. I'm sure that when he started bar- body break with, with his wife, it was really unusual. Oh, so sorry, so sorry. Well, it's okay. Body break with oh, Al Johnson. And- it's probably, it was probably very unusual to see uh, an interracial couple. Keep remember, keep fit and have fun. That was their sign off. I'm gonna play the. Uh, Don't you think that what I just said? Did you hear what I just said? Of Don't course. You think it would be very unusual. I didn't realize there were husband and wife growing up watching this. Yeah, he probably should have made that more obvious. Showing their rings. Hi, we're a couple, married couple. Hal Hal Johnson and Joanne McLeod. Mm-hmm. No, as a kid, I never realized there were a couple. I real. I mean, I know now, and I've known for ye- a few years, but. No, as a kid, never crossed my mind. Well, I guess even racism was so uh, prevalent back back then, and of course still is, that even just standing next to her in a commercial or on television... Well, the names, too. It should have been, hi, I'm Hal Johnson, and I'm Mrs. Hal Johnson. <laughs> I'm Joanne jo- McLeod Johnson. Oh, that's true. Yeah, they had different Hal Johnson names. and Joanne McLeod. I don't that's know, growing true. up in small town Canada as a Catholic, I, you know, you always assume they're just... Must be friends. M- yeah, no, I mean you must assume um, they they weren't like that. Every married couple had yeah, the same right. name. That was just, I just thought that until I was yesterday. Yes, thirty six years old. No, but even I, I guess it would have been even crazier if everyone if you had known they were married as being from two different races. But even just the fact you know he was in a commercial and they made him move you know even just being next to her cast to her so you know things like body break they make a difference yeah i remember realize. changed my my body break with hal johnson and joanne mcleod <laughs> Slow motion jogging on the beach. It's <laughs> awesome. Running is one of the most convenient and inexpensive aerobic activities, and to how that's really important. Well, jogging is fun, but occasionally people develop a cramp in the side called a stitch. The exact cause of a stitch isn't known, but one way to relieve the stitch is to breathe deeply. To make sure you're breathing deeply, try this breathing technique. Place your hands on your stomach and inhale through your nose, letting your stomach expand then exhale through your mouth to the point where you feel your lungs are empty. 
By inhaling deeply and allowing your lungs to breathe in as much oxygen as possible, you will relieve the tension that caused the stitch. To help avoid getting the stitch in the first place, it's a good idea to stretch and then ease into running with a slow, comfortable pace, which will allow you to breathe easy from the start. Whether you're running or walking, it's important to breathe properly so your muscles get the adequate supply of oxygen that they need. Did you know that on the average we breathe in and out roughly a liter of air every 10 seconds? So the rate increases when we're working hard. So until next time, keep fit and have fun. Let's go, Hal. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Body break. Body break. It's cozy. Comforting. Yeah, I remember it changed the way one time it was on breakfast. Let me see if I can. Well, I'm not gonna. Like, oh, sorry, sorry. Body break with Hal Johnson and Joanne. Sorry. I just want to see this. Uh, they probably have a cult following. Anyway, the the it, it showed it was a body break one. One it was a body break that um, they're showing the ideal breakfast, and in the thing it was shreddies and toasts and orange juice, and <laughs> I ate that every morning. But <laughs> based on that, oh really? Yeah, cute. Oh like, my well, god, that's ha adorable. Hal Johnson and Joanne McLeod eat shreddies and toast and orange juice every morning. That's what I'm gonna do. Oh my god, that's adorable. And they're not suggest they weren't suggesting those things specifically, but in the commercial, it was very much. <laughs> Obviously, shreddies and two pieces of toast and an orange juice. And they were talking <laughs> about how breakfast is the most important meal. And I took the exact recipe. <laughs> you love breakfast. I do. Yeah. Favorite meal. Breakfast for dinner? Oh, come on. We should do that more often. Mm -hmm. Here's some other good news. A 24-year-old bear has four cubs. Which apparently twenty four years old to have babies still is is old, but also to have four of them is a huge. Here's a quote: "It was a huge surprise for everyone because at twenty four years old, most people didn't think she could possibly have any more cubs at all. I was optimistic that she could she if if she was gonna have any, it would be three. That's really optimistic, but I would never have believed four. Like it's very rare." Not only is it rare at 24, but quadruplets are rare for grizzlies in general. Wow. So this um, this photographer who has been taking pictures, this bear is named 399. <laughs> like, you can't come up with a better name. 399, 399. Was, he's been photographer. He's been taking pictures of her for several years and has um, authored a book called Grizzlies of Pilgrim Creek. He says that he, she was, I noticed in a couple of pictures when she was standing up that her lower teeth were quite worn, but her canines, which are important ones, are still in good shape. So I guess that's a big indication. You know how they say that long in the tooth? That's mm -hmm. how they can tell how a saying of someone who's older. Isn't it short of the tooth in this case? In this case, but her canines are long. Oh, Or yeah, short in the tooth. I don't know. Bear, Bear 399 has quite the following. She's even got her own Twitter. Sounds like a hip-hop artist. Bear399 yeah, <laughs> coming true. at you 2020. <laughs> so 
she's maintained her natural behavior in the wild despite s- spending much of her time near the roadside. So she's by the road. I thought they were going to say spending most of her time on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so she's she's got four cubs and they're really cute. Love it. Th- those are all facts that I had no clue. Like the element of shock or surprise. Like a 24-year-old bear has four cubs. And I'm like, which part of that is not supposed to... You know what I mean? I know yeah. nothing about bears. You could be like a... Yeah, it's true. 41-year-old bear has 19 cubs. I'd be like, okay, is that... Sure, that sounds... That's true. Normal. That's true. I wonder what the life expectancy of a grizzly is. Look it up. Look it up. Look it up, look it up, um, take a peek while, and look it while up. While I'm looking that up, I wanted to let oh, you know. Oh, actually, I'll look it up here while you do le- that. Well, no, I want you to answer this question. Answer me. Vanessa says, FYI, loving the audio. I, I want to point this out to you because I know you're going to like this comment. Sounds great on this end. Would love to hear more about your setup. Oh, okay. Oh, right now, you mean? Oh, yeah, sure, of course. I mean, why not right now? Well, this microphone is a Rode Procaster. This is a Rode Procaster microphone. They're pretty affordable as far as uh, good quality microphones go. I think they're about about 350 bucks, maybe. And Jen Jen has a Shure 58, classic Shure. I have another one of these, but I don't know. It's... uh, why aren't you using that one? What? The other Shore... Uh, the I have another Procaster like this, but you're on a classic Shore 58. I think it's because there's a setting I have to change on the board because mm. the sound of the other one is the one I used to use all the time. And it's... Um, it sounds different, and I have to... I have to... Do, uh, I need a sound engineer. Oh, shit. I ripped off... I ripped my sock. <laughs> I ripped the mic sock a little bit. Oh, well. And the mic sock is upside da- inside out, inverted, because it's smaller. Otherwise, it's this huge thing here. I'll show you. Well, I thought I would mention that comment, because I know you're saying that you don't think that the audio on Facebook is as good as... Well, it's wi- it's it's as good. It's No, it's because it's Facebook compresses the audio. So it sounds better than not having a mic or whatever. But if you listen on, aud- on, on uh, Spotify or whatever, it sounds way better. So my sock is inside out because it doesn't, it's smaller, it's more compact. There's a little trick of the trade. Check, check. I don't know if it has the same effect, if it's smaller actually. I might, it might not even be. So it's a Rode Procaster mic. Jen is uh, using a classic Shure 52. I've got the boom mic handle. Boom. And then I've got an Allen & Heath. Z10 mixer, which is a USB mixer that goes directly into the computer. So basically the sound goes through a mixer into the computer. And in the computer, I'm using a compressor and a limiter, which isn't as good as having an actual real compressor limiter, but uh, I'm using the Logic Pro compressor. The camera is a Logitech HD 1080p. USB directly in the computer. So that's it's a pretty simple setup. It's like you just spoke a different language. I'm really impressed with and grateful that you do all of that stuff. FYI. Oh, thank you. Vanessa says dynamic. 
Um, oh, I don't know that answer. Okay. Let me see. She uh, said, well, you learn something new every day. Clown uh, nose inside out. Yeah, only because it's otherwise it blocks my face. Hmm. Road. Yes, it is a dynamic mic, and they're about three hundred, about three hundred and fifty bucks here. Yes, it's called the Rode R O D E Procaster Dynamic Broadcast Microphone. Three fifty. She said she got all that. I speak the lingo a bit. All right. A bit. Yeah, cool. Well, I'm impressed. You uh you are good. You're good, Jules. Well, it was a lot of trial and error. The podcast started in 2014 under the Julian Dion Comedy Hour name. And back then I had to get Miles Lacroix, who was our sound guy at the Wednesday night say what show, the Julian Dion Comedy Hour live show as I used to do. I had to get him to come to the studio and show me how to use the board because I had everything plugged in and I couldn't even turn it on or turn on volume. I didn't know the gain was up at the top. I was turning up the volume at the bottom. So he came and gave me a uh, full rundown. But it was a lot of trial and error, a lot of YouTube videos, a lot of research. And uh, honestly, you can get the same result now with a much simpler setup. USB mics directly into the computer but i don't know i love having a mixer you can control individually and i'm also controlling the sound of the laptop through the mixer so it's connected to the laptop but if i'm playing you know like the the jingle for example i can i can turn it down here on the mixer not on the computer know what I, mean? Hmm, yeah. I mean anyway cool well it, it goes to show you that for someone like me who doesn't know anything about what you're talking about, I just take for granted good audio. And we I think we all do. And you don't realize how important it is. Well, now you know. Hi. Hi. I'm tech expert Julian Dion. And I'm someone who knows nothing. Not even close to an expert. Uh, I'm still learning. There's a lot of stuff. The next thing I want to get is a, a cloud lifter and a compressor in studio, a real compressor. Because mm. a real compressor is... Because I believe the compressor I'm using on Logic Pro is... It's just for post-production. It's not compressing as we're talking. Mm. And it's not limiting any sound. So any oh, breathe, right. breathing, it captures that. that. Otherwise, it a limiter will... Um, filter out any sounds under certain decibels you set you have that you set it you hmm. choose the settings but anyway yeah fun um, who knew who, who knew? knew who knew there was so much involved i did not well actually i kind of did because i see you you know and that's why you get frustrated with it right because you work hard on it and there's a lot to learn yeah yeah i get frustrated because uh of that well, just because uh, we want to come on on time and you want to do a clean broadcast and sometimes the technology doesn't work and you freak out. But don't you find I'm way more zen and balanced now that I'm sober? Yeah. Not that I was a raging alcoholic or anything, but... Definitely. It's just on edge. Not I was just and it, You just are on edge when you're not feeling great all yeah. the time. And I wasn't feeling great. It was a waste of energy. I was kind of fighting this fatigue all the time because... Again, not drinking crazy amounts or anything, but consistently every day. And and everybody's affected by things differently. 100%. So, Like, I can I can handle coffee. Your stomach can't handle it. You know, there's 
Some people can have one or two glasses of wine every day and not be affected at all. Other people, it's it really does. It affects your sleep. It affects your energy level, all kinds of things. This is 28 days today without alcohol, without anything. 18 days without coffee. Pure, pure, pure. Yeah. Pure as the driven snow. Do you find any disadvantage? Like, do you miss it at all? Zero right now. I know it's easy to not miss it because we're just at home and we're not in any social situations. Or I'm not performing. Or, so there's very little triggers, but it's good because by the time I am exposed to triggers, I just won't give a shit anymore. I mean, yeah. I already don't. Yeah. I have no desire to, to do any of it. Well, remember when you, you quit before mm-hmm. and people... I don't know. People just get used to it, right? And they stop asking you if you want a drink. There's and a it, little curb, yeah. Yeah, when you were, it's not like you had a drinking problem. So if you had a drinking problem, probably it would be in some ways easier because people would be like, we need to support him. But when you're from the East Coast and you don't have a drinking problem and you just choose not to drink, that's like, what the hell are you talking yeah. about? Well, I wouldn't say I didn't didn't have a drinking problem. I mean, drinking every day is not good. Mm-hmm. Even if it's two, just two, three, four beer every day, it's that's that's not good. Mm-hmm. If you go to the doctor for a physical and you slash the amount of drinks that you have in a week by forty percent, and they still say, "Well, maybe you should pull back," mm-hmm. you're like, "Oh, that wasn't even the real number." <laughs> You know. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, there you go. Glad you feel better. It's incredible how I feel. Mm-hmm. I recommend it, and if you are struggling with sobriety or even just want to have a cl- like do a cleanse or whatever, feel free to message me privately, a PM or a DM, as they say. Mm-hmm. Slide into my DMs, and I can encourage <laughs> you and help you for sure. Like it's it's really because when you're in the thick of it, you cannot imagine being on the other side. Mm-hmm. If you're smoking weed every day, I've been there. Holy shit, I've been there. That one for me is the hardest one, mm-hmm. or was. Now I'm all past that. But when I was smoking every day, I, I couldn't even imagine not smoking. I was like, how it's going to be so boring. Life, mm-hmm. sober life is so boring, and it just makes everything fun. It's quite the opposite. When you mm-hmm. finally get out of that, uh, sober life is so much fun. You enjoy things. You can talk. I get high off food now. I eat my appetite. I just, it's way better. It's way more rich. And it's something that you can't imagine when you're in it. You're like, mm-hmm. I can't even imagine going one day. Mm-hmm. And it is, True. they say one day at a time in the program. And it really is. You take, first day is, is hard. You take a day and it's like, holy shit, well, I haven't gone a day sober in so long. So that's a start. Then two days, then three. And you'll, you'll have slip ups and that's okay. The, the the goal is to not freak out if you have a slip up and make a big deal out of it because mm-hmm. then you're just down on yourself and it just, you know, repeat the cycle. But mm-hmm. anyway, if you're struggling with anything like that, feel free to message me. I know I'm no expert by any means, but I can offer support. What how, what worked for you kind of thing. That's what you can share. Yeah. Silka said, are you into jogging again? Yes. Slowly getting back into it. I mean, I'm overdue now. I'm trying to go often, but yes. I haven't gone in in a week and a half or so, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, for sure, it's the best. Yeah, exercise is the best. If you can replace any of your substance abuse with exercise, oh man, then you get addicted to that, and you realize how you uh, you have the capacity to feel incredible without those things. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, 
and don't get me wrong, if you are capable of doing it in moderation, whether that's pot or alcohol, go go nuts. I just I'm an addictive personality, and it's all or nothing. Whether mm-hmm. that's coffee or yeah, anything. Well, I was listening to the Joe Rogan podcast. He said something that I've always said: balance is the hardest part, and that's what everybody strives for, right? It's easier to be extreme. It's easier to be like nothing or crazy so much. You kind of get a juice from that. Like even when you quit everything, like I'm quitting, you kind of get high from that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Never thought of it that way. It's like, uh, yeah, it's much easier to do that than to be just, uh, yeah. It's easier to just reach for whatever it is, food. If you're into like sugar, you're addicted to sugar. It's easier just to, when you have that pang of um, craving for pang. what? It was great worse use of the word pang. Thank you. When you get one of those pangs for uh, a sugary treat, it's much easier to just reach into that shelf and grab it and feed your face. It's harder. Feed your face. What is a pang? Sorry, go ahead. It's C- like can, can a, they call that when you have a, it's like a, I don't know, I'd have to find out the exact definition, but it's it's that that pang. It sounds like what it is, like when you get that urge, that craving. I'm panging for a banging. <laughs> a pang. Let's see what it says. But yeah, it's easier to reach in and grab those cookies and eat them than it is to stop yourself and think about... It's kind of like when you have an immersion, emotional reaction uh, right away. What do you call that? Like a... Ki- um, Compulsion? No. It's when you... I heard the dog when you snatch your I fingers. know. <laughs> When you, uh, oh, what's, that? It out. what's that expression? Well, you know, when you, you say, uh, it's like a, not a kick, um, emotional reaction right away. Rational, uh, compulsion. No. Jump. Jump? No, it's not jump, but it's like, well, whatever. I'll think of it. You want to just react emotionally. Say you get something happens at work. Or whatever, and there's been times where you say to me, take a minute to, otherwise you're going to react emotionally right away. Don't jump. No, it's Don't kick. No, you know what I mean. I'm sure that people that are watching or listening right now are like, I know what she's talking about. I have no idea what you're talking about. It's like that quick impulse right after and you want to do it. It's like a... Shit. <laughs> I have no clue. It's bothering me. It's bothering me. Let me see if anybody's commented. Help me out, you guys. Well, the, I, it's, it's, it, I, I don't even th- think they can. It's not jump kick, but it's something like that. Jump kick? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> I, your head, it makes sense what you're explaining, but while all we hear is this, you know, if um, uh, oh, an emotional uh, kick, uh, so how are they gonna? How are they gonna guess what you're saying? <sighs> An emotional jump kick. Oh my god! Scissor kick, bicycle kick, no, punch, it's like punch, an uh, emotional punch, punch, uh, punch hyphen punch. Come on! An emotional attack. Help me out! Don't be so rash. Don't be so. Oh, it's really bothering me. How are you feeling? Don't kick on me. Don't jump kick on me. Don't compulse. Don't. Oh, my God. I'm I'm going to go crazy. I actually have no clue what you're talking about, and it's pissing me off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, I guess I'm just going to have to let it go. I'll comment later, and if anybody's bothered by it. 
I'm bothered by it. It's not trigger. Vanessa said trigger. It's like you. <laughs> thank you for participating. Trigger sounds right up there. No. You know when you know when you something yeah when you're triggered by something and then you have a Kickstarter. So like <laughs> I said, no, it's not Kickstarter. Thank you though. It's like you you're triggered by something and you emotionally react right away instead of taking a second. Oh, you're jump kicking. Oh, I thought you figured it out. No, I don't know what you're I have no I have no clue. Oh, frig. But anyway. Okay, can you say something while I try to figure this out? Well, okay, kick, jump, jump, kick, flip, trigger, compulsion, don't don't react. Is it react the no. word you're looking for? No. Is it treact? I'm just making words up now. Tree act. Anyway. Whatever. This is really I've actually obnoxious. lost track of what I was even wanting to say because I'm so obsessed with that word. I know. That's it's, it's when it's on the tip of your tongue and you can't think of it. It's really annoying. Everything about the last five minutes is annoying. <laughs> well, at least I'm not making gross noises or talking about pooing. Mm. Oh, you had to bring it up. I've... <laughs> I've been focused. I've been basically doing kegels for the last Ew. hour. Ew! Stop that. Butthole kegels. Ew! <laughs> That's how Stop I've been going up it. and down, up and down a little bit. Jules. Chris Delia is a creep. He no, is. Just, what's gonna happen? No, to you him? missed the delay. I was doing the up there. anyway. Oh. What's gonna happen to him? Uh, I don't know. We'll first see what. What I don't know. He's uh, one thing. People. Anyway, I don't want to keep talking about it, but. What when people what? What think people were say was saying is um excuse me. How he's always replying to people and stuff and he's been so quiet as of yesterday. Interesting. Interesting. So usually he would be kick jumping. No, it's not that. What the hell are you talking about? Let's move on because it's making for I know. Obnoxious listening experience. But what? I am going to think of it, and I'll let people know tomorrow, and I'll post on this thread comment. What else is in the Daily Dose, Gen Z? That's it. I'm done. Oh. Mm-hmm. Daily Dose. Daily Dose. Get the news from coast to coast. Daily Dose. Daily Dose. All your news from coast to All coast. All news in the headlines from Jim Grant. That is my microphone dance. I love it. Microphone checkup. Oh, I should do this, of I love course. Dance. I'm trying to switch it up, you know. I like it. You're a good dancer. Oh, oh my you're god. F- and you're a funny dancer. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Oh. Stop. Once again. As always, of course, and forever, this episode of the Julian Dion Show is brought to you, as I almost said, Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. Oh, snap. Is brought to you by the Julian... This episode of the Julian Dion Show is brought to you once again by Gringo's Blazing Sauces. Go to gringosblazingsauces.com. Get yourself a wide variety of uh, sauces, hot sauces, salsas, jellies, and barbecue and grilling sauces. Yes. 
some of the freshest, best hand-selected ingredients. It's incredible. Our friend in yours, Chef Doug Knight, and his wife, Laura, who's a hot sauce connoisseur. They're obsessed with finding the perfect balance between heat and flavor huh? and marrying those two, and they nail it every time. There's a wide menu on there. Go to gringosblazingsauces.com. It's free shipping for orders over $40 in Canada, and they ship anywhere in North America. Yes, Denver, sure. <laughs> sure. L.A., absolutely. If Chris <laughs> Delia wants some, he can order some. <laughs> Go to gringosblazingsauces.com. Our fridge is full. Fill up yours, Philip. Oh, so good. Do yourself a favor or the hot sauce lover in your life a flavor. And go to gringosblazingsauces.com. Gringosblazingsauces.com. Should I do a song? Just one today? I would love that so much. Let's pick a random song from the library and do another. So, Julian, explain how you... Well, this all randomly happened. I accidentally hit the wrong song one day and just kind of uh, alright <laughs> this is the way it happened one day I was just sitting there and <laughs> I was eating lunch thinking something's missing <laughs> and then Jen made me realize you know what's missing is hot sauce green goes blazing no it's not, it's not uh, punchy enough how did you pick the song that you did? Did you just like uh, it? Uh, no, complete random. Um, I oh. explain this every time. It's a list, all right? Just like tech. Look, I'll share the sc- I'll share the screen. How about I do that? You don't <laughs> need to see me sing. I, I just pick random things. Yeah, but you There's always nothing pick the behind. same one. No, I'd never picked that song before. No, 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 the one. Oh, because I know the name of it. But how did you pick that one initially? It's on the first page, totally random. Oh. Yeah. All right, Gringos. Uh, You'd have to sing that one really fast. Are you ready for this? Go to gringosblazingsauces.com. Go to gringosblazingsauces.com. Free shipping for... No. You don't like that one either? I don't like that one either. Let's see. Is this random? And I also, if you notice here, the uh, this kind of gives away the... What do you call that? The the uh, sound waves or whatever? Oh, kind yeah. Kind of gives away the... Gringos. Blazing Sauces. Gringos. Blazingsauces.com. Gringos Blazing Sauces. Here we go. Three, two. I woke up in the morning and I was eating breakfast. I, I'm not inspired today. <laughs> Forget it. I love it, though. Uh, hey, so I thought of the word. What? I, it's so satisfying when you think of it, right? I'm glad you did. Knee jerk. Knee jerk. Oh, okay. Jump kick. Jump kick. <laughs> Knee jerk reaction. Yeah. It's because sense. when you when you hit, I think it comes from when you go to the doctor and they hit you and you have that knee jerk. Oh, I thought it was when you pleasured yourself knelt <laughs> on your knees. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? I'm just knee jerk. <laughs> just doing a knee jerk session. Oh, my gosh. All right. You crazy, mate. You motherfucker. Well, should we go for the close? I think it's... Don't say it as if it's like l- we're late and it's gone long. Your hair's so curly in the back. Do you have gel in there? No. Is it, it really? L- it looks like like ringlets, like tight curls back there. No, just uh, what I do... You have the best hair. If you must know. I just put uh, 
I wash my hair every few days, not so often. Maybe twice, three times a week. Twice, three times a week. You, uh... <laughs> and... You... you <laughs> what? It's just, that was funny, because that's a play on Lionel Richie, right? Yeah. And, and I, I, and I put coconut oil. Twice, three times weekly. Repeat what has it said. No, I changed it a little bit. You said weekly. Yeah, and I sang it better. You did sing it better. You are Jenny G. So uh, I put face uh, coconut oil on on my face, and then the remnants of that, then I just kind of run my hands through my hair. You don't want direct coconut oil in your hair, then it's greasy, but it just kind of tames it. All right, that's enough of that shit. Yeah, you have great, great hair. Thank you so much. You hear that almost daily. What do I hear? You should do a hair commercial. I was just going to do that. Do it. <laughs> when I was a kid, <laughs> I just wanted to have thick, wavy hair. Then one day I woke up. <laughs> I looked at myself in the mirror and I thought, forget the haircuts, we're just gonna let it grow. Oh no, I don't know what to say. All right. Keep going. Uh, I'm really not inspired because I'm thinking too much right now. You can't think. Get out of your head. Okay, listen. Get out of your hair. Pick another one. That was a that was a good one actually. Oh, this these sound waves. This sounds aggressive. Yeah. I sleep with my hairstylist. <laughs> yep. Relax, everyone. He's not cheating. It's me. It's me. I'm the one. I'm the one. Me. Me. Why did we get on my hair? Doesn't matter. Oh, the curls. Whatever. I didn't expect this episode to end so crazy. Yeah. Well, how about we? How about we tone it down? For All right. Our show, everybody. Thank you. Have a great Wednesday hump day. Oh shit, we gotta put the, oh, gar- the garbage. garbage out. Yeah. It's 8:48. Oh shit. Gotta go do that. We are the Julian Dion Show live Monday to Friday on Facebook, then available on demand on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe, share, follow, and like. Do all that kind of stuff. I know it's a lot to ask, but it does help. Thanks to Jenny G off the top, and thanks to Jen Grant. Alright, be safe out there This is us from Lemon Press Studios Signing out and as always 
watch you your head. Full waste of time. Waste of time. I went to school. Yeah, I learned a lot. Got a degree in what I'm not. You spend your life looking for what you already got. Such a beautiful waste of time. Time. 